Real News. Welcome, everyone, to the Tori Sess Show. I'm your host, Tori. It's the last day of 2019, and I can tell you, I am really glad to see it go. Uh, it was a year that caused whiplash, revealings, and kind of like a boomerang on some people. Uh, and for me personally, it was life-altering. And I think in our nation, we're seeing this shift, too. A lot of people kind of trying to recover from this whiplash. And all these great people, people that are in different pockets of the world, different pockets of this nation, that were standing alone, standing alone, uh, voicing for good, um, advocating for those that couldn't advocate, seem to be coming together in the most bizarre way. For me today, I'll tell you this morning, just like maybe a couple hours ago, uh, you know, obviously, I'm a person that um, is optimistic uh, because predicting is my thing, obviously not in my closed uh, area, but I'm an optimist because I believe that humans are good, innately good, even though everything we see in front of us resonates evil, we know for a fact that if we were created in his image, that good goes nowhere. And so today... I don't know if you can hear it, but I am literally smiling. I can't wipe the smile off my face. And, um, you know, as a good strategist, you look at a problem and you find a solution. And so sometimes if you take it step by step, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this, uh, it doesn't really work if you start at the beginning so that you can get to your end. You have to see it from different directions. So even in turmoil, I, like, I felt like, for, and I still feel, that I'm sitting in the middle of a cyclone, right? And I, I think a lot of people out there with your own personal struggles, you know, what we see around us going on, everything, kind of feel like that sometimes. But for me... I was kind of like, I'm still there. I'm in this cyclone, and I'm like, how do I do this? And in the most bizarre way, 2019, in retrospect, has been preparing me and all of you in, in, in your and how it applies to you to deal with these situations. And for the first time... I never started at the end to reverse engineer, and I didn't start at the beginning. I started in the middle, and it, since the middle had three parts, I took the latter middle part and worked my way to the end, and then I took the first middle part and worked myself to the beginning. Okay, so obviously then the core one is missing, but I have faith that whatever happens will happen, uh, and that's the thing. I think 2020 for us just like vision, it's all clarity. It's all clarity of patience, of faith. That's something we lack. You know, yesterday I was watching interactions go in between, between established members of the campaign and, you know, constituents and very staunch and, and, and hardcore uh, President Trump supporters fighting. 
And it wasn't so much fighting. It was more a thing of ideologies. And I had to stop and think, why would you alienate a whole base? Why would you dare take the stand, Duff, and alienate a whole base? Because whatever avenue people seek to obtain information, to process information, it is to the individual. It is personalized. You can't tell me how to see things. You can offer me insight. You can provide me materials. But at the end of the day, it comes down to what's inside of me to process that information and um, embrace it. Correct? I mean, that is what news should be, right? Other than what we've been seeing where they force feed you and they, or they beat you or they uh, berate you or they harass you into submission to see things their way. You just let it be. And, you know, that's one thing people need to understand. When there is a common goal of freedom, of liberation of truth and justice, We shouldn't be attacking those that may be going the same place we are for the same goal, right? Because they're choosing avenues you don't like or you don't understand. I mean, if you've ever seen an Intel op, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But okay, I digress. So what we need to um, look into is how we can... Um, pretty much feel the movements that are happening. How can we feel the direction we're going into? How can we foresee the direction we're going into? And the only thing I can tell you is, with this year, 20 years closing, and isn't it funny how in the Bible, it's like every single time, an achievement was done by, you know, a prophet or a, a, a person referred to. It's always after 20 years. You would say, well, this has been gone ongoing for a long time. Yes, but the number 20, it's like right there. And it's duplicated to solidify that notion per se. Just like the number 17 is conquering evil, conquering bad. 20 is getting the fruits of your labor. That is basically, oh, he he was toiling in the fields for 20 years and then. He was out there for 40 years and then, right? It's always in 20, the first 20 years and then the other 20 years, right? So this is, this is the year of eyes being open, people being awake, just seeing things. It's the year of the soaring eagle. You know, eagles. Eagle Eye Vision, 2020 Vision. This is what we have. This year is going to be opening up a lot of eyes that have already started to pull that sleep and crud out of their eye slowly from all sides. So when you have, when you're engaging in public discourse, regardless of what the other person may believe, oh, I don't like this commentary, the bottom line is, What do you find that rings correct to you? Uh, Because the one thing that we can say, the benefit of 2019 for anybody on this planet is at the end of this, you know, (laughs) um, uh, after this um, revolution around the sun, right? Because we're celebrating a revolution around the sun. 
according to calendars that they've told us. So if you want to take that perception of time and embrace it, you know, it's iconic for many people to shed the past. And, uh, you know, I'm taking out that trash super quick. But what have you learned from all of this? I mean, for me, I've learned that the devil lies at your ankles and he lies at the ankles and in the shadows for those that do and have not been seen. I want to say it like that because I feel like 2020 is going to be the year where people emerge. Uh, Faith emerges. That is something we lack. I see it all the time. When are people going to jail? When Stop. Indictments already happened. You just haven't heard about it. Because here's the thing. I'm not in D.C. There's not a lot of people in D.C. that even know how to go. And not a lot of citizen journalists that know how to probe, how to get in there, how to ask for things, you know. And then if you look at the people that are actually providing you information, like Judicial Watch and other, you know, more independent journalists that aren't cookie-cutter box, you know, they're doing so much that they can't keep the hands, you know, their eyes on every single ball that's bouncing or dropping, can they? But what you need to see is to have faith. One thing that I said was the president has nothing planned and he's really quiet. That means a lot was going on. And yesterday I told you, isn't it bizarre how they're not really talking about the bombings in Somalia, how Al-Qaeda has just suddenly been activated? And now we see, you know, these protests, because they're protests. So there's the people of Iraq that really want to be free from these mercenaries, from this hold that, you know, for some reason we're just painting as Iran, okay? Broad brush, Iran. When we all know who's funding it, okay? So, you know, we're seeing these protests, and someone's like, it's not a protest. These are da-da-da. They're terrorists. Wait. These are paid mercenaries. Every single time you see the crazy people that wear stars to cover their nipples on the street and start hitting people and start dancing and start, you know, walking people on leashes and claim, oh, freedom, blah, 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 blah. And they're attacking people, throwing cement milkshakes to their head. Those are mercenaries. The only thing is, is that they're in a nation where it's not, you know, the mercenaries here can't really whoop out the M16s and, you know, uh, portable, you know, missile launchers like they can over there where it's not that regulated. So you have to see the, the facts. I mean, looking at the footage, you'll see porta potties. You'll see flags and organized billboards and banners, water, someone there with water bottles handing them out. You know, use beer bottles to shift it into Molotovs. I mean, come on, when you're throwing a Molotov, right, and you're hitting an embassy, somebody had to make that. Like, where is the security from Iraq? It's not there because it's a paid protest. It is a paid attack, and it's a diversion. That's the thing. Look over here. Don't look over there. Look over here. Don't look over there. In the meantime, I heard... Early this morning at 5 a.m., something was shaking down in Russian territory, like super big. And this was going to be made to look really bad. This could have flipped back. But here's the thing. 
while they think that they have holds on our annexes, in there are so many people, so many eyes and so many ears, huh, that just pointed out who the bad guys are at those front lines. And so, again, listen to your president. He tweeted it out. He told you what's going on. I mean, no one's reporting the fact that our intelligence or our people actually helped avoid a terrorist attack in Russia. That's a big deal. Because then you have to think to yourself, well, who did it? Who paid for it? Why did it happen? Oh, my gosh. They were going to pin it on the U.S.? Who were they going to pin it on? The Ukraine? So that way there's a war to start? Mm. Because it seems like we're having this uprise of all these pockets of explosions and wars all of a sudden that are very well organized. Somalia, so many dead. Al-Shabaab just woke up and started to blow stuff up. Where's Ilhan Omar talking about that? Not a peep. Where's the media talking about it? Not a peep. Because it happened in Somalia. It happened in Kurdistan. Because you have to pay attention to where the attacks happened. And again eons and eons of war in the same areas. And then you have to think, who doesn't like the Kurds? You're just like, wait a minute, there's one mortal enemy. Mm -hmm. The one who provides weapons, the one that has been money laundering, the one that, I mean, where's Turkey in all this? Let's just say, I'm just saying. And Iraq recently kicked out all the Turkish companies, all the Turkish leaders, all of the Turkish officers, and then suddenly now that they're cleared out, they've got these massive protests. And here's the thing. Huh, propaganda goes two ways. Think. All these nicely organized cameras taking pictures of people. America's the fault of everything. Used to be. Used to be. And it's not just America. It's the global order. Because if all of you, I hope all of you have seen that little clip of Merkel standing in front of her people talking, and someone hands her a German flag, and she quickly chucks it to the side. Like, no, 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 German flags. No, no, no. It's a European flag. No German flags. This is what their plan was, to create one person that you submit to, one planetarch, one organization, and it's a group of people you don't know, you don't elect, have no faces, have no names for a reason. And you have to think, who are they? That's the one thing that may come to fruition in 2020, but I'm assuming it's going to be 2021, from what I see, is to find out who they are. So, the Middle East, Iran, is under control. Then why is President Trump saying Iran has to stop? Because we still have a lot of people that are possibly loyal to a shadow government president. And you're going to say, what? And, you know, I had a conversation with someone, and I said, I kind of think you're on to something. That could have been the, the, the outcome of that special meeting, that special meeting between the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, Barack Hussein Obama, Loretta Lynch, Clapper, Brennan, and other foreign big leaders, Comey. We can start naming foreign leaders, too. Should we? I mean, we could start with the crown, the crown stepchild, you know, Canada. We could go with the other stepchild, Australia. We can all talk about it. But the thing is, is maybe that is it. Because you have to think, where did all these clowns travel to? Now they know that 
Secretary Pompeo on Friday is going to be at the Ukraine. And then he's hopping over to, like, other places, Kazakhstan, and ending his trip in Cyprus, which is the money laundering center for all those nations. And most of the oligarchs, just so you know, of Ukraine actually have dual citizenship. Usually, nine times out of ten, they carry a Cypriot passport. So you have to think, this trip, all of these explosions, all of these distractions, for what? And then you ask yourself, where's Loretta Lynch? I haven't seen her in about a minute, right? She's been gone for a while, hasn't she? Where's all this impeachment talk? Where are they right now? That's the thing. Where are they? Where are they? Mm, Kind of curious, isn't it? How we don't know where all of them are. How we're starting to see the bigger picture. How we're starting to see them coming out. You know, the Prime Minister of Iraq, I told you, said, well, I'll like resign, you know, with all this stuff. And what is he doing now? Because the notice that we've put them on is not, you know, break it up. It's like, Show your loyalty, because if you think that whoever's funding this is going to cover your tush, you're very mistaken. And this is why we made it known, hey, China and us, 15th, we're meeting. Guess what? Agreement. Because, see, China is a key factor here from before when I said, (laughs) from over a year ago where I've said that China, the problem with it is that they have their wall. Right, a wall, a big, beautiful wall that you can see from space. Mm-hmm. And these people have been operating and working with their people in the way they govern them with a few bouts of overstretching themselves, like well, Mao and other um, empires before them, where they got really excited, you know, and thought, oh, I could do this. And it's like, no, you can't. Now, be humble. So China has always been an issue because of the authority they have and the command they have over their people that is deeply rooted in their culture. That's something you can't break out of someone. Let me put it this way. I'm from New York City, right? When I get really upset, my New York literally comes out. My sassiness, totally New York. Obviously, there's many times where when I'm on, right, and working right that's completely toned down you'd probably think where is she from is she like from canada because they train you to do that to not show remnants like if i'm in europe i'm going to cut my meat one way if i'm in the u.s cut it another way if i'm over somewhere i'll hold my cigarette one way hold my drink another way hold my you know box and packages another way stand another way cross my legs another way because there's nuances that give away where you're from right your culture though is the hardest thing for someone to take out of you because that is embedded in you from like zero right from the minute you're born unless you're born into the state and they train you you've got culture and that culture dictates the facial expressions you'll make hand movements if any nods how you how you nod 
how you say no. Some people shake their heads. Other people lift their head up. You know, other people just, you know, bow it. You know, Indians have this thing of showing submission by tipping their head, you know, back and forth. These are things that you can't take out of a person, yes? So what makes them think that they can take the culture of loyalty to their nation, loyalty to their family that is so deeply embedded? They can't. So the Chinese are a threat to their plan. But the Chinese have been offered the opportunity, since they have 20% of the population within their borders too, hey, we'll work together. We're going to share our intelligence so there's no secrets. We keep it on a plain platform so there's no secrets. And we won't come after you. You guys do your thing. We'll do our thing. We'll give you business. We won't exclude you as long as we can share because you've got a really serious army there and you know what you're doing and you've been around for a while and we can't take that away from you, even though we try. You know, they've tried. It doesn't work. So now that President Trump is saying, yo, part one of our trade deal is happening January 15th. This is after Russia comes in and says, thank you for helping us for this terror attack. Boom. Hey, China's coming on the 15th, and then I'm going over there to finish it off on phase two. And then he says, if the people of Iraq want to be liberated from this hold, we will not stop you. This is your time to say no. Don't follow these protests. Don't follow these paid protesters because they're not about you. It's about who's paying them and to drive concerns. And then the president tells you again, what, 30 minutes ago, had a fabulous meeting with the Middle East, military and trade. I'm going back to Marlago, updating you throughout the day. Pay attention to your president. I've said this before, right? Pay attention to him. So he's just told you, look, look at this. While you're still on your first cup of coffee, for those of you that are on mountain time and Pacific time, and those of you on the East Coast, it's lunchtime for you. This guy has um, mitigated a terrorist attack in another country that is considered not a friendly. So we must have had serious interest in that. He's been mitigating attacks on our embassy, which, by the way, so many soldiers are in there. So many people serving our nation are in there. You know, and now everyone is getting ready to get together for New Year's Eve. Think, these people might not even see 2020. Because this was a repeat of their Benghazi. Mm. So he's done this. And while he's trying to defuse that situation with calls to the Prime Minister and President of Iraq, he's like, what are you doing? You want to play? Because I can play and we can make this a real big problem. Like, well, oh, yeah, you know, we're trying and it's like, uh, nope, you're not going to play that card with me. It's like, you're either, you either put up or shut up and this is the way it's going to go. Because I'll just pull out and let you guys go belly up. I really don't care. Then you can fall under the, the regime just like South Sudan did. From Sudan, it's now just South Sudan. There's no North Sudan, by the way, just saying. And you're going to be just like Burkina Faso, and you're going to fall into the the dark ages. I can do that if you want me to, because I'm not going to bomb you. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take my people, and I'm going to leave you high and dry, and I'm going to let you work with those people. And when it comes to it, and you go to war, that's where we're going to square up. So, you know, you got to make your decisions right now. How do you want to go this way? Because if Iran, which is the one part of Iran, right, 
one part of Iran, is orchestrating this, which is obviously in the Kurdistan, great territory, Turkish Qatar funded territory, right? Hmm. You want to play with them because you think they're powerful. And because the media is telling you that I'm not, they're lying to you. I don't know what Ilhan Omar, I don't know what Barack Hussein Obama, I don't know what Erdogan, I don't know what anybody told you. But if you think I'm playing, well, then you better put your bets on the table. And if you're going to drop your chips on double zero, you better make sure double zero falls. And if you're not sure, be careful. And that is what he's been doing. And on top of that, organizing, you know, the trade deal. So he's been doing all that before lunchtime on the East Coast. But, you know, he's golfing. He doesn't do anything. That's how much he did just today before lunchtime. Which means he was up all night working on it. Because if I got information at 5 a.m. Central, that's 6 a.m. Eastern, and that's almost tomorrow where it's at, where it came from, that means that he's been working on this quietly. That's why we've been busy to find out who, what, when, and where. What is going on? Like, is time flying or is it me? It's like I really want to get over 2019. I'll see you in a bit. All right, guys, welcome back after that short break. Kind of insane, right, that the time is just flying. It's like, hurry up. Get out of here, 2019. I'm so over you. <laughs> I am. And, again, I'm still smiling no matter how angry I am, uh, you know, listening and watching the news. Um, it's just so bizarre. You know, I find it really hard to understand how the news media operates like this. You know, when you watch their videos, you see the porta potties, the organization. We've seen this before. We've seen it on the streets of New York, streets of D.C., streets of the Ukraine. You know, when they wanted to create that division so that Barack Hussein Obama can sweep in and give them $50 million so we can help marshal their elections. You know, what can you say? What can you do? Let's listen to this clip about pro-Iranian protesters storm U.S. Embassy in Baghdad, Iraq. Pro-Iranian protesters. Pretty funny how they're saying it's Iran. Iran, Iran, Iran. It's like, man, they really want us to bomb Iran. They really want us to square up when I've already told you they've been diffused. So then you have to ask yourself, all right, we're going to go with the narrative. All right, how are we going to fix this, man? Because all the propaganda globally is saying the same thing. I mean, they're already reporting in Europe that the U.S. Embassy has been evacuated and the president's like, we're not evacuating, we're sending Marines. So it's like lies upon lies upon lies. Take a listen. That's them breaking, trying to get into the embassy. That's all you you see. 
them using, you know, um, a makeshift, you know, they're trying to break bulletproof glass. They're chipping through it with rocks, with pipes. It's incredible what they're doing. They're at the security booth, and they're throwing rocks at it. They've shot bullets at it. They're, they're doing anything they can. Oh, wow, they're really trying. And they're soldiers, too, that are working with them. People that are dressed up like soldiers, but totally normal. And everybody has a phone, yet we're not seeing all the footage. All these people just standing there with flags, with banners, trying to break into the embassy. Wow. What does the Iraqi government, what are they doing? What are they doing? Those people that we have benefited for years with money and assistance ever since President Trump has been in office. We're not going to take, we should not be responsible for the actions of the previous administrations. We should not be held responsible for the facade of a fake government, for the, for people that have been elected themselves thanks to figuring out their election software manipulation, making us think we're voting. We should not be held responsible. We will not be held accountable for what they did. Mm. In one sense, the only thing that we can do is show that we wish to rectify. And this is exactly what this president is doing. We need to rectify. We need to have healthy competition. Barack Hussein Obama, your chips are being called in. You know, there's only one more person that I've seen, aside from myself, from day one that says, Obama can still be impeached. Impeach 44. That is going to happen regardless. I mean, you saw the really lame attempt of the media trying to make him relevant. Hmm. Oh, he tied with President Trump. No, he didn't. He isn't worthy to be the gum on the shoe of President Trump that he wears in the swamp while he's trying to pump it dry. Hmm. The swamp. It's literal, you guys. It is literal. And the thing is, what I don't see is how people don't understand that this, these pockets of war, because we've already got Eastern Mediterranean is on fire. That's the center. And then we have the paid protesters or paid, you know, Iranians. You know, <laughs> that's so funny, right? Internet goes down and then all these people start to like move over and then they mosey on and they're like, yeah, let's liberate ourselves. You know, jihad, Shia, who paid them? Who created them? Yeah, we don't have to say it. It's Hussein, right? We know this. This is it. So now, turning that off, leaving it alone, leaving their false flag attempts like they did in Texas. They weren't banking on people being armed. Ooh, how dare they have guns in church? Well, if there weren't any guns in church, I'll tell you, there'd be a lot more dead people. All he got was like, what, two shots out and he's done. Why can't good people arm themselves? Why can't good people protect the people around them? Oh, because you said so. Because you make us safe. Not because you have people that are radicalized with whatever X, Y, Z ways you get to do them. They get activated and boom, everybody goes. Oh, yeah. This means we need more control. More probing into your personal life. More profiling you. More we need your data. More we need to sell your data. More... Oh, you know what? 
your DNA and your information and your family history indicate that you'd be a great ballerina. From the age of one, you are now going to be a ballerina. Hey, from your, uh, you know, uh, family history, from your DNA, from this, we see that you would be an effective janitor. That's what you're going to train and be in life. No more. You're not allowed to have opportunities. You should be a functioning member of society because if you're not, you are a leech on society. And so you shall go. So think about it. Now, we are pretty much saying the same thing to the liberals. Work. What do you mean? I'm too stressed out to work. You have a plethora of opportunities to do whatever you want. I'm not telling you you have to do this. I'm telling you you could do anything. The world is your oyster. What do you want to do? Yeah, I don't want to do anything. I just want to um, sit here. That's freeloading. In the future, as they create freeloaders, this is how you get rid of freeloaders. By making it look okay and then saying, because of changing circumstances, that's not okay anymore. And then people are so disabled, you suddenly have a big rift between functional citizens and non-functional citizens, right? And then the non-ones are the ones that are going to be living in those um, tunnels that Elon wants to make. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the way it goes. So let's look at what Huckabee has to say, uh, you know, says in regards to the impeachment and how it'll empower President Trump. Because, see, this impeachment has backfired with them because it's just angered people more. It's time that individuals understand that New York State is a state where anti-Semitism or any other type of hate will not be by anyone. Period. Well, that was the New York Attorney General there promising to take action following a series of anti-Semitic attacks in the New York City area. The latest coming Saturday when five people were stabbed with a machete inside a rabbi's home. The suspect now facing five counts of attempted murder plus federal hate crime charges. On that note, is that is attempted murder and federal hate crime on the list that, you know, New York City put out? Uh, you know, apparently you don't get held with bail. There's no bail if you solicit sex on school grounds. There's no bail if you bribe someone. There's no bail if you're, you know, tertiary or third removed funding terrorism. There's no bail needed for, like, grand larceny. I mean, at the end of the day, the only thing that you can... Get bail, you know, be be told that there needs to be bail on you is like hate crimes. So if you look at that list, and I tweeted it, it's insane. And, you know, Giuliani was like, that would never fly. I would never let people walk out like that. You should never, ever have the opportunity to allow predators and people that are bad walk out like that. That is incredible that they even have this list. I'm thinking, geez, he's totally annihilated my city and you know now thinking i'm going back home i'm not there's no way i would put my child in any shape or form in the city under these circumstances where everyone has ids and they're all secluded and they're isolated and then suddenly you know someone can rape someone someone can do nasty bad things and not be held on bail you know that's not something that's okay and it makes you wonder what is the objective of such directives, right? Let's now bring in former governor of Arkansas, Fox News contributor Mike Huckabee. Governor, good morning to you. This is something we've had to talk together about too many times. These attacks are clearly on the rise. The statistics are there. What can be done about it? 
It's, it's such a bewildering situation. And what makes this most irrational is why are Jews being targeted like this? You know, Jews represent less than 2% of the American population, but 60% of religion-based hate crimes in 2018 were directed toward Jewish people. Now, that is radically disproportionate to the population. So something is driving anti-Semitism. Is it the BDS movement and all of the negative talk about Israel and Jews? Uh, Is it just something that is beyond human uh, understanding, something utterly demonic, uh, where people are just livid at the Jewish faith? I don't understand it because Jewish people are some of the kindest, uh, most generous uh, most civic-minded, most peaceful people. And for this to continually happen says something is driving anti-Semitism, and I don't think anybody yet has put their hand, uh, hands around it. Yeah, and our thoughts are with that community as it continues to grieve this morning. Uh, we continue to follow that story and all, all the updates on the suspect there. We'll bring that to our audience as we get more details. Meanwhile, Governor Huckabee here. We are in the final hours of 2019. It is hard to believe. And, and we are going to transition into a brand new year, and it is a presidential election year. Tulsi Gabbard is grabbing a lot of headlines for a video that she put out on her Twitter account talking about the impact impeachment will have on the upcoming election. Here she is. Unfortunately, the House impeachment of the president has greatly increased the likelihood that Donald Trump will remain the president for the next five years. We all know that Trump is not going to be found guilty and removed from office by the U.S. Senate. Furthermore, the House impeachment has increased the likelihood that Republicans will take over the House of Representatives. So let's dig into a couple parts of that there, because she suggests that impeachment will only embolden the president, will it? I think she's absolutely right. And the reason is because she's looking at this with a much more independent voice. Most of the Democrats are like sheep. Whatever Nancy Pelosi, Gerald Nadler, Adam Schiff, uh, AOC tell them to think and do, that's what they do. They line up and they follow just like good sheep. One of the reasons they don't like Tulsi, and they don't like her, they can't stand her. They've done everything they can to marginalize her, keep her, keep her off the debate stage and, and uh, keep her quiet is because she's telling the truth. Now, she's no Trump fan. She's uh, you know, not a person who sympathizes mm-hmm. toward Donald Trump or Republicans. Let's be clear. But she's speaking out from her heart, and she's got clarity that the rest of the Democrats simply don't have. I, I admire her for that. You know, you look at, we all know, she says, that Trump is not going to be found guilty by the U.S. Senate. She talks about this emboldening President Trump. She also talks about this emboldening his supporters. What impact will that have on his voters, Governor? His voters, uh, Sandra, are on fire. They, they look at this. They see what it is. It's a sham. They say that, uh, you know, they've been working on impeachment for over three years. But it's all based upon a phone call that just happened a few months ago. Everybody sees through that. They know it's phony. And they're angry. And they're, they're fired up. And I think that the uh, people who voted for Trump in 2016 will come out. And there will be a lot more to join them. Particularly the people whose jobs have gotten better, whose wages have gotten better, whose households have gotten better, whose 401ks are screaming out better. These are people that look at this and say, what are the Democrats trying to do why do they want to get rid of a president who's been so effective well it's going to backfire on us we've only got about a minute left here but she put out a prediction and she says that this uh, increases the likelihood of trump's re-election she also said it increases the chances of republicans retaking the house 
Any predictions from you, Governor Huckabee, as we enter the new year? Um, I think I will join Tulsi Gabbard in saying I think she's right. I do think the Republicans have a real shot at getting the House back because after watching this uh, horrendous parade of, of nonsense by the Democrats in the House, I just think there are a lot of House Democrats that are going to be sent home, sent home packing, and good, they ought to be. And I think the Republicans keep and increase their numbers in the Senate, which gives the president uh, an opportunity to really get some things done if he has both houses of Congress, and maybe some of the people in both houses will work with him and get this country totally on track. We will see when Congress returns in the new year how things get going. Governor Huckabee, it's great to end the year with you. Thank you. End of the year with Huckabee and talking about how we're empowered. It's not empowerment. Don't let Gabbard steal vision away from you, eyesight away from you, clarity away from you. She is not as impartial as we'd like to think. Uh, like I, I wrote an article on Loomer.com where I talked about how nobody knows where she stands, and that's to create confusion, to create the environment so that she can pull from here, pull from there. Um, and that's how they operate. Uh, this is just a simple psyop on a grander scale uh, to pull and push. Now, uh, earlier uh, this morning I had tweeted out, oh, is it 9 a.m. yet? Because I knew that we were going to have an announcement, uh, you know, about the whole Russia thing. Um, and from what... I saw from first reports on that end of the planet, uh, the phone call was perfect. And now the president tweets out, read the transcript, because see, this is it. They orchestrate, they orchestrate, did you know why they want to? Now they're going to flip. You see why they started to say Russia, you know, frame the Ukraine? Because once that supposed attack, terrorist attack, coming on Russian soil, comes up to the, they're done. Their pants are down, and it's so good that they can't see who's on their side. They can't. I mean, you know, it's kind of like, hmm, which which side is, you know, Tori on? Is she a good guy, a bad guy? I don't know, man. Like, I don't have a lot. So think of all those people that were moved to help with this terrorist attack in Russia. Oh, yeah, they're one of our people. But are you sure? Are you sure? Because if you got sleepers, we got sleepers. Are you sure? How sure are you? To just you got to be 100% sure when you do something like that. Hmm. Wiretaps, sleepers, the good guys have been sitting. See, like I said, in 2019, I realized, aside from the fact that the devil has successfully throughout the ages tricked you into believing that he's something of your imagination, tricked you into believing that he doesn't even exist. That's the best trick. He stays at your ankles. Those that have a good heart, that believe in God, because I could tell you the first thing I did when I saw that email come in today, I was like, praise the Lord, glory to God. I was uh, elated. I can't even explain it to you. And literally, tears came down because it's like, you know, you're just like, oh, yeah, we pray. We don't see. Ah, You know, I've been praying and I haven't seen. But, you know, sometimes even when you pray for something to come out in your favor, then negative things happen. You're like, are you serious? I've asked you for the complete opposite. It's like people saying, you know, um, 
I, I when New Year's resolution, I want to, you know, lose weight. I want this, you know, and it's like things keep getting screwed up, right? Uh, you know, you get fatter and your bank account gets thinner. Right? <laughs> and when you want it to be vice versa, right? It, because you don't understand, it comes to you. What you have to have is faith, right? And this is what we lack. I say it again. It's faith. And this is what we see is that they confuse us because they try to convince us that the devil doesn't exist, that Lucifer isn't a real thing, that demons and evil people aren't a real thing. They are so real, so real. And I can speak from personal experience, so real. You know, think about it. We're in, a, in an era where biology is completely thrown out the window. We are telling children that they can choose to denounce what God gave them as body parts. We are telling people that marriage, which its only reason is for procreation and continuing lineages, can be done by anything and anyone. You can now marry your lamp, your cat, your couch. I mean, it's pure insanity. And then you have people that are dismissing life like no other. Infanticide. The one thing, you know, by nature's way, babies look cute and round and squishy, right? Because they uh, appeal to a side of our brain that makes us want to protect them. You would think your child, when you see it, that's all you want to do is protect it. But there's so much evil that that is even distorted. People think that they're protecting a child by putting it to death. People think that they're protecting a child by exposing it to evil. This is the problem in today's day and age. Evil is everywhere. Everything is opposite. And, you know, we're only human. And we're all sinners, right? But look, just don't even look in your backyard. Look at the politics. Look how evil they are. It's like they spew vitriol every time they open their mouth. They attack. Why? What has some what has President Trump done to you? We have Twitter right now trending death to America. And Benghazi and Iraq and Southern White House. This is how we end 2018? Fine. No more after 2020. This is where everything starts to open. Because the sealed indictments that have already been done, and people are already in criminal court, Wilkie Farr already knows about that, and there's other law firms that know about that. We've got partners from law firms that have been indicted, that are under investigation. They all know about that. But the people don't. No matter how many times I'll say it and say it and say it. It's not like it's going to be heard. Because they don't want you to hear it. Because the devil is everywhere. Evil is everywhere. They have, uh, you know, it's like this cloak of silence to any voice. You lift your head, I will mow it off. You speak, I will cut your tongue out. Mm. But that changes now. This is the last dance they have and look at what they've done in the last 48 hours across the planet. Look what even Somalia, Iran, Iraq, Kurdistan, Turkey, Cyprus, Lebanon, Libya, Syria. Can we keep counting? What about what happened out 
in the Far East. We're not talking about that. India, Kashmir, let's talk about it. Uzbekistan, Turkmenistan, those explosions, huh? Submission, trying to ensure that people that they had are submissive. Why so much? And again, it comes back to these, what is it called? The Obama thinkers? It's horrific. And if anything, 2019 has taught all of us is that evil is real. Evil seeks to silence good. Evil seeks to make good look evil. This is just like, what? Girl, boy, no such thing. Protect the children? Forget about that. They're parasites. Who's going to look after them if everyone's having babies? Well, no one's having babies anymore because you want to kill them. And people are infertile thanks to the diet and the medications and all of that. So are you trying to terminate humans or regulate them? Apply to have a baby. You know, they actually have programs like that in Europe. Mm. That's 2019. You know, today... You know, we're going to touch upon kind of reviews. Remember, we started the year with one of the biggest lies, the biggest hoaxes of Jesse Smollett. And I told you who the source of amplifying it was. And that's Don Lemon, right? The guy that, you know, had a thing with Jesse, right? Oh, I called him in the hospital and he was so devastated. Let's put him on Good Morning America and Good Day and everything. I called him while... Hmm. Lies upon lies upon lies. Because they thought they could get away with it. Now they can't. Now the only thing they're doing is appealing and demanding that every single platform that they can control rips someone's tongue out. I mean, remember in January 2020, there's going to be a mass sweep on Twitter, right? If you haven't used your Twitter, you're being deleted. And if you're effective, what they call, what is it called? Spamming means effective. You're gone too. You know, there's nothing bigger than proving someone right by pulling their tongue out and having a swarm of evil people around you at all costs. I mean, the evil is real. Imagine a mother pleading for help. Pleading for help. Imagine this. Please help me. Yeah, sorry. We'd really like to, but we can't. And there is no reason they can't other than their boss said, we're not helping you. You need to just sit there and die because we don't like, he doesn't like you. We don't like you. And that's it. That's pure evil. When people pile upon people to attack them, that's evil. And that's everywhere. And in 2020, that's all going to change. Now, I'll see you all right after the break to give you some insight of what we'll see short term and what to expect in 2020. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tori Says Show. I'm your host, Tori. So what do we see coming now? Aside from, everyone's like, oh, I've heard about this before, indictments, all this stuff. Can you not see it? 
Have you not seen the revolving door in D.C.? Take a step back and look at all the people that were, are, and are not. Think of all those big names of the swamp still in some positions. Because the only way you take the enemy out is by them pulling their own pants down. And that's how it works. And on that note... And without God, democracy will not and cannot long endure. If we ever forget that we're one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone under. Literally under. So, just to remind you, treason. Treason, one of the highest crimes our nation can try someone with, right? Think about it. Treason is punishable by death. You've accused your adversaries of treason. Who specifically are you accusing of treason? Well, I think a number of people, and I think what you look is that they have unsuccessfully tried to take down the wrong person. You look at Comey, if you look at McCabe, if you look at probably people people higher than that, if you look at Strzok, if you look at his lover, Lisa Page, his wonderful lover, the two lovers, they talked openly. You know, they didn't use their private server because they didn't want to get caught. So they used the government server. That was not a good move. Uh, he talked about the insurance policy just in case Crooked Hillary loses. And that didn't work out too well for them. So you look at them, uh, they want an insurance policy so that should she, for any reason, lose, remember, 100 million to one. Maybe he said 100 million to nothing. But should she lose, we'll have an insurance policy and we'll get this guy out of office. And that's what they said and that's what they meant. That's treason. That's treason. They couldn't win the election and that's what happened. And that's what's happening right now because without the treason word, I guess... But that's what's happening now. They don't feel they can win the election, so they're trying to do the thousand stabs. Keep stabbing. Let's have a financial. Let's have. And if you look for forty million dollars, I would think seriously that Bob Mueller and his group of eighteen killers have gone over my taxes. They've gone over my financial statements to a level that nobody has gone over them before, and they were not discussed. Even they weren't even discussed or brought up. I have great statements. Okay, what else, folks? He was making it abundantly clear. He believes that they have committed the highest offense that an American can make in our country, treason. It comes with the death penalty, and he named names. Can you imagine what is going on in the minds of Strzok, Page, Comey, and McCabe right now? And not just them, folks, not just them. Because do you think for a second that they won't roll over on whoever was above them that was giving them orders to do exactly the stuff that they did? Yeah, you better believe that this is going to trace all the way back to Hillary and to Obama. That's All right, so here's where we get to the bottom of everything. I'm going to walk you through 2016. I've actually turned off my commercials so it doesn't kill my flow, okay? I'm going to tell you exactly how they orchestrated this, and I'm going to put you in their mindset so you can understand it. Okay, this is what we're going to do in this hour. And this will all come out. You'll be like, what, did you write the book? 
Maybe. Did you see the book? Maybe. I already know what they did and how they did it. That's why Barack sent me his little clown. Now, I'm not anyone special, right? I'm not. I'm just like you. I've got problems. I've got bills to pay, kids, you know, cold, flus, diseases, everything. Like, I don't have (laughs) I'm just trying to say. People that speak truth are no different than anyone else. And I realized that what he said is very important for you guys to understand. They have done, the president said, they have gone through everything. And in his position, you know, they've gone through everything. And just like me, my life was given a thorough colonoscopy because some people that are pretty high up there were terrified of what I had and what I reported and what I gave. But this that I'm going to tell you now, it was a collective effort to understand and I wasn't one of the people that took it home some of them are in jails across the planet some of them are waiting to come home some of them are calling America home soon what you need to understand is that when good decides that it's time to stand, and it always stands and never falls, it can be lowered to a pit, lowered below ground, right? But never does it bend, yield, or bow to evil, ever. It will go down in flames before that happens. It will be crucified before it happens. So, I'm going to walk you through that, but before we do it, I'm going to play a clip from Bernie Sanders. It's a 30-second clip where he clearly states, if I can't win an election on my ideas, then I should get the heck out of politics. Communism is not something that can be elected. Socialism is not something that any any human with any common sense would vote for. Because from the minute we are born, we are simply free. The world is our oyster and the clock ticks to the time that's up. It could be one minute after birth. It could be a hundred minutes. It could be a million minutes. It can be a hundred years until the clock ends. For me, when I was a kid, I would joke around and say, you know, I'm a diet 50 because I'm kind of vain and I don't want to have wrinkles. And I feel pretty good being like spot on 40 and then some, you know, and not having any. Um, I would always say that from a very young age. The one thing I don't want to do is shrivel up. I think I got to get everything done before I crack. So our time is limited and what we do with that time is experience. There's a lot of people that throughout my life have always said, well, I don't know what this is, and, you know, you don't tell me this, and don't you want just a white picket fence and sit down? You know, yes, I do, and I did, and a lot of us do. But you know what? When you're walking down a road, let's pretend you're on a dirt road, and you're walking down this road. Is it more fun if there's twists and turns and it could be exciting? 
Or is it great if you could just see, uh, you know, an endless sea of <laughs> just nothing, right? Just nothing. And you see a horizon and you're just like, oh, when does this road end? Because then you get tired of life when there's no curveballs, when there are no corners, when there is no rock for you to trip over and bleed on your knee and say, whoa, look, I got that scar way back then when I fell. But look, that's a battle wound. That's what's up. You know, oh, I fell in that pit once and I climbed out. That was super fun. Oh, there were tigers around and I dodged them. That was super fun, right? What Bernie Sanders is selling is a horizon with a straight road with no curves, no bumps, no pits, no mountains to climb, no happiness, no oasis in your road where you're just like, whoa, I came up to this place and it just had like the best food. And then after I ate, it totally disappeared. It was magical. You know, there's nothing of that. This is what he's selling you. And this is how he's frustrated. Because why isn't anyone buying my plain dirt road with only a horizon that seems to constantly be out of your grasp. And I believe from the bottom of my heart, as somebody who has won elections, and I've lost elections, I could deal with losing an election. But I will never sit around trying to think, oh, i got to keep you from voting because you might vote against me. If I can't win an election on my ideas, then I should get the hell out of politics. So that's what it's about. I believe. Now, what Bernie Sanders said is not wrong. If you are running on a policy and you can't get elected on that policy, you should go. But what he's referring to is the fact that he lost the 2016 ability to run properly to win. And I'll tell you how that happened. So we all knew, and there were tons of reports, and many people said, that even in late 2015, that even though Bernie Sanders feel the burn and everyone wanted stability, see, they confused communism with stability. Free this, free that, rely on us. You don't have to work. You don't have to think. We'll just tell you what to do. People needed that because they didn't know where they stood. After eight years of Barack Hussein Obama, who would bring terrorists and applaud them at the White House, who a child that created something that looked like a bomb, you know, he applauded the child for making that clock, rather than say, you know, it's a very sensitive period and, you know, maybe we shouldn't, but, you know, why would he do that? He funded the terrorists. He created the pockets. He created all of this, and he was a fictional person. He's, he was never born in Kenya. Let's get that straight. He was never born in Hawaii. Let's get He was born in Morocco. His mom was a CIA asset. Her first name was Stanley. Come on. Let's get it straight. And the first thing he did from the minute he got into office was sign a decree, an executive order that said anything, anything of his is a presidential archive. Anyone in his administration, every email, every phone call, every document, every text is part of presidential archives. Sealed it. First executive order, minutes after he supposedly swore in and laughed about it, suckers. I was trained for this. I came out of nowhere. Suddenly I'm a senator and I got this dude in a dress next to me and I'm laughing at you. So they had to pass the torch to not them, 
but to those that are the public facing them, those that yield power and are not even embarrassed to do so, the evil power. So in 2015, it was realized that this communist, no matter how deranged he is, thinking that the people are at this point, which he's deranged, but he was smart. Because people did need that stability. He tapped into that stability. And that stability, instead of saying, I'm going to empower you to be able to provide to your family. I will empower you by creating jobs. I will empower you by believing and having faith. I will empower you. He said, give me your power and I will take care of you. Don't worry about it. I'll be your sugar daddy. So people that were weakened by all these years of false promises for destruction of the very foundations of our nation over decades bowed down to that ideology and he was going to win. So this is where they kicked in a plan and they said, hey, you know, we got to make sure Hillary Clinton is the candidate that the Democrats are going to be putting forward. And they started to... mm, Mix around and use uh, election meddling software within themselves. Deploy those tactics within themselves. And then people, good people, like Seth Rich people and other people, both in the Republican and the Democratic Party, were upset. Because, (laughs) you know, people forget. It wasn't just the DNC server that was imaged. Ah, what? Yes, the RNC server was also imaged. So it was both parties, both servers that were imaged. Because don't forget, I remember correctly, in the state that I resided during the time of the 2016 elections, I had requested in 2015, can I get stuff for President Trump? And they're like, he's not going to be president. Well, I would like some materials to promote President Trump. I got nothing but hang up. Well, why am I paying my GOP if they're not supporting a candidate that's under the GOP? I want him to win. 2016 rolls around. I'm like, I need stuff. Guys, I got rid of 1,500 Trump signs in a day. I put in the legwork. I started posting them. People were scared of it. And I'm like, this is a red state. What is wrong with you? Who wants them? I'm going to be at the Walmart. I'm going to pop my trunk. I got stickers. I got signs. You name it. I got it. Come get it. I did that. And you know what? I didn't even get it from the GOP. I got it really. I got it from another state that had an office for Trump. And then, and then... In September, well, was it August or September of 2016 that the local, you know, uh, legislators that I commingled with said, hey, yeah, I can get you, bring it. And I got rid of more. Because that was a president that didn't say, you're with me. His logo was not, I'm with him. His logo was like, I'm with you. He was with us. He wanted to do exactly what people needed empowerment, faith. I will not give you something. I'm not going to hand it to you, but I'm going to give you a hand up. I will create and change the nation so that way you can, you know, plant your own seeds and grow whatever you want. If you want apples, you sow apples. If you want turds, 
you sow turds, right? So Bernie Sanders, his supporters, that were more weakened by these administrations, the young ones at the time. Young ones meaning between the ages of 18 and 35, right? Those that were hurt, those that were confused, those that didn't know where they wanted to go. What kind of stability do they want when they have been maimed of power? They can't make decisions. They're not allowed to make decisions. Other people can make better decisions for them, right? So so a lot of people, not just Seth Rich, because it's really deadly interning sometimes in both the RNC and the DNC. Because there are unsung heroes that should have stars on walls like nobody's business. So these people figured out that they're fixing the election. We're talking on the Democrat side first. And they were like, what is going on? Then there were people within the RNC that said, people are fixing the elections. They want to eliminate President Trump. And you know... This is why I say, I don't trust any of these talking heads. Say it again and again. Mark Levin may be great at putting out some information, but don't forget, up until the minute the elections happened, he was all about Cruz. And he was complaining about Trump right after that. Because the thing is, you need to know what values you go for, because that shows your core. You know, one can say, well, you know, I was for Cruz, but then I changed my mind. No, you had to change your mind because you lost your base at that point. Because if you saw anything in Cruz and compared it to President Trump, it's like comparing apples and turds. Okay? So what happened was suddenly there were people, volunteers, interns, paid interns, paid staffers that were confused, that didn't know what to do. Oh, my gosh. They fixed the elections within our own groups. I want Bernie. And I want, you know, I want Trump. And they want, you know, all these other idiots. What do we do? So these people got on the Internet. And they just started talking amongst themselves in groups that they created where they would express their frustrations. They would get together in little bars of D.C. or wherever they were uh, with ballots, maybe like Nevada, for example, and they would talk. And, no, no, no. and then their chatter got to the ears of people that could help them. We can help you fix this. So they got this great idea. Well, what if we expose that they fixed all the elections? Then it would have to be fair. Ah, so then we're talking late 2015, late 20, and early 2016, over a period of maybe nine to ten weeks maximum, a bunch of SD, USB, you name it, imaged servers, RNC and DNC. But Tori, we haven't heard about the RNC. Well, you could Google it. Because they said RNC emails were hacked. Huh. This is where we're going to go with this. So here we come to the end of March of 2016. And they hear the corrupt, deep state, global cabal here. They get from their frequency because they got plants everywhere. Hey, I think they got everything. They've got your servers. And they've got everybody's stuff. What do we do? we got to mitigate. 
The FBI visits Hillary Clinton with a bunch of lawyers and a bunch of other people, and namely someone that doesn't, that goes by uh, Stool Pigeon, Hanoi, right? You know. And this massive law firm called Perkins Coy. So they get together and hang out with Hillary, supposedly questioning her about her email of her private server that was something that happened a while back. And they're like, dude, what do we do? Like, we've got presidential stuff. We got renegade stuff. We got um, memorandums of understandings with the European Union on there. We got deals with, you know, the Saudis, deals with Khamenei. We got deals. We got all this stuff. We've got algorithms. We got deployment tools. We got dates and times of how we're doing it. We're getting questions from people. We're setting this up. We're putting, you know, we've got our assets in place. What do we do? We're screwed. Don't worry about it. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to make it look like a hack. And just like your emails, we're going to say they were hacked. This was hacked. So you got hacked. And we're going to release some stuff. And that's how we're going to do it. We're going to do this. So in the beginning of April, Robert Bauer, former partner of Perkins Coy, also former White House counsel to Barack Hussein Obama, also the lawyer that represented Barack Hussein Obama to throw massive litigation against anyone that questioned his legitimacy of being who he says he is. The man that actually formulated the first executive order that Barack Hussein Obama signed. He's like, don't worry about it. We'll get Fusion GPS. We'll activate our assets. We'll find out who and what knows. Who may have this information. We'll get to the bottom of it. In the meantime, we'll start to build that, you know, rapport. And maybe we can nail it on Trump because he's probably going to get out in the forefront. we got to get stuff on Cruz, too. we got to look at him, too, just in case things go south and he gets it. This is the conversation. Let me just tell you, I'm a fly on a wall. So the conversation ensues. But there's so many SD, USB, jump drives out there across the planet. And so they orchestrate this leak. And there was this website called DCLeaks.com that now has a banner saying, ooh, this website was like the front for the Russians. And in there you'll see that some RNC emails were leaked, right? But you click on it and it's on to their really secure Ubuntu servers, like done. You can't see anything, but you could see some of it. And if you Google about it, they'll be like, oh, my gosh, the Russians totally hacked both the DNC and RNC, but Russia only released the DNC emails. They let you see what you saw. Nefarious and all, they were like, it's better to make it look believable than unbelievable. So we got to give them something. We got to give them some. We got to give them some. This was orchestrated, you guys. So while Fusion GPS was trying to track down activating assets to find out, they were also planting information to bring it back home. This is March and April, guys. Bring it back home. So while they're orchestrating this supposed hack of emails, they're also deploying to find ways to construct the story that Russia did it and they were working with President Trump. We go into Papadopoulos framing this guy, that guy, anybody in his orbit. Hmm. 
That was the plan. So at the end of April, they hire CrowdStrike, who is what? Leader in security. But what kind of security? That if I go to your server and pop in my little SD with a little script that says, image this portion of the server, image 25% of the server, image this, you know, and I'm copying it, that it'll be on lockdown. Floodgates come up, you know, red lights, doors close, right? That's their job. They told you that. I played that to you yesterday. So cue them coming in, (laughs) end of April, but what was their job? Their job? Well, Tori... They imaged their server. Yes, they did, the original server. So did Platte River Networks. But what Platte River Networks did was also parse through what was going to stay on that server. Hmm. Why didn't the FBI take it? Because there was incriminating evidence. You can't get rid of that because there's too much paper trail. Too many eyes on it. I mean, look, Mueller couldn't even get away with garbage he was doing. We got him, too. We got Horowitz, too. We got all of them. So think. So now we're April 2016. They've started to create this backstory of Russia hack, all paid for, again, CrowdStrike and Fusion GPS by Perkins Coy, the law firm that represented the DNC, the DCC, Obama for America, Hillary for America, all under one umbrella. You know, I told you, each law firm has their own job. And so what happens is, this was their insurance policy, that they leak the emails, and so in June, before WikiLeaks, before WikiLeaks, DC Leaks drops some emails. Oh, my gosh, the Russians totally hacked us. Oh, my gosh. Woo. Hey, FBI, you totally need to see this when they orchestrated that leak. And then WikiLeaks wasn't the one that got the physical drives It was McFadden, and he's dead, too. And WikiLeaks, Julian Assange, realized that there were people within his own compound, within his own organization that were working against him. I mean, we had Code Pink representatives visiting. Crazy. Crazy, right? And this is why, when he was taken away to go to jail, he had a book that told you illusion. He never released what was on those drives. What he dropped was all the emails, right? He played his part. We have what they want. So now, from April until when they figured out, at the beginning, middle of May, they figured out... Every single one of those interns, well, most of them, not all of them, because some are still alive and kicking, apparently, that had gone to the RNC and the DNC and imaged the servers. So they followed to see. And, you know, sometimes when you're young and a little bit naive, you want to feel like you're, it's not happening fast enough. I gave you guys that information like in March. Like, why are we still here? I gave it to you in February. Why can't, well, maybe I'll find out how I can send it myself. I've got some of this. I copied this. That was the mistake. Because that just gave them cover. See, that's the thing about people that want to do good and are naive. Good has to be patient. What is it the saying? You get smacked, turn the other cheek. You have to. You got to be beaten down enough to understand when it is that you really, you know, 
not turn the other cheek and say, yo, um, do that again, and it's eye for an eye this time. So when you're naive, you do things. And at that point, being brazen like that would leave trace. Communications with the people where, you know, information was passed on by these people was ceased. Right? Because you terminate connections, terminate groups when they're not necessary. And no matter how many times you want to go back and say, well, we met in this chat room. There's no record of that. Well, we met here. No record of it. When did you meet? And I don't know. Like then. And what address did you send it to? Uh, to this one. But that's not a real address. Who picked it up? I don't know. That's a garbage can. I don't know. Can we pull the video? Damn, no video. It just happened not to work. Well, they went to a P.O. box post office. Who registered? I don't know. Some, you know, post office box from Panama, I guess. Panama? What? Hmm. Interesting. So suddenly, they orchestrated the email leaks. They controlled what was leaked. But the real information is what they seek. And you can only, you can see that from the minute I made it known that, hey, they weren't after the emails, man. They were after the software. They were after the stuff in the drive. Suddenly I get Barack's little, you know, side pooper, right? That's supposedly an army of lawyers. You're nothing to the armor of God. Come at me. I got nothing. You want something? Go to the Department of Justice. I'm sure they have everything. And this is what is, this is how it played out. So, again, they find out and they follow. And suddenly someone gets brazen. So June, they drop. DCLeaks.com. Right? The Russians did it. FBI was like, whoa, the Russians did it. By then, Fusion GPS was like, yo, I think we got this. I think we got this. But you know what? George Papadopoulos, no offense, you guys, but that Greek DNA be doing some really cool stuff because he sniffed them out faster than anything like a bloodhound. He knew what's up, which is interesting. But it can go both ways, right? He knew what's up. So now we're in July. And here's the dossier. Here's this. They're like, all right, we got this. Everybody believes that the, the the emails were hacked by the Russians. You know, a little bit of the RNC was leaked. It was all DNC. So obviously the Russians want to help President Trump and blah, 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 and this and this. And we got all these people. And, oh, wait, the Trump Tower meeting. Wait, I forgot that. Let me take you back to April and May, right? Brazen, 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 impatient little interns, impatient citizens, not listening to don't do anything. We got this, you know. And so what happens? Let's, let's, let's bring in a Russian. Let's, let's have them converse. Okay, you, McCain's friend, fly over here, and you're going to arrange a meeting at the Trump Tower. We'll use that, uh, you know, uh, celebrity exec from the U.K. to make the connection. Okay, no problem. She tries to come here. Sorry, no visa. Loretta Lynch like, no. 24 hours, flips out, and she flies in. Goes to the Trump Tower. Hangs out. Jared, Donald Trump Jr., and Manafort, and, and about 15 other people. And it just so happens that on that day, they they deployed, a, a, you know, Nosy Smurf. Nosy Smurf is a program that allows you to turn on someone's phone and listen right away. Listen. So they're listening to the whole conversation that happened in Trump Tower. 
There was nothing. Right? They tried to implicate the Trumps with Russia working. They got nothing. So all they got is a happen, you know, happen chance meeting, right? Uh, but, you know, they omit to tell you, hey, we made sure her visa could happen. Hey, we made sure that that meeting happened. We've got communications where we talked about it and made that meeting happen. And we also tapped Manafort's phone and made that happen. So this is June. Then we go to July, and they're like, all right, we got Trump Jr. in the tower with Russians. We got proof, and CrowdStrike made the Chinese code that they use, which is more malleable, to look Russian. That hacked. So they hacked, and all they got was emails. So they dropped that, right? And then we made sure that WikiLeaks just gets that batch. Assange already knows where those drives are. <laughs> And he was smart because when you see code pink come to your, you know, domain, when you see that you're attracting people that shouldn't be in your periphery coming to you, mm. Dana, Dana Rothbacker, hey, I'm just saying, came back with a drive, just saying. So what people need to understand is that in July, the DNC... Hillary Clinton, Barack Hussein Obama, and all of them handed over a dossier they manufactured as they were trying to manufacture and plant evidence to make it look like the Russians. They are the ones that leaked the emails. This is why they didn't leak any RNC emails. Because they said, oh, yeah, you know, they colluded with the RNC, you guys. This is why I've been saying Republican, Democrat, not the same they are the same. They've just changed under Trump. You've got people working for the people and then the rest of them. Swampers. So this is why we've had so many resignations. Have you seen the list from 2018, you guys? Massive. So now, even on the Democrat side per se, but the Democrat Party has to be dead now. Like, that's done. It's done. 2020 will be the day that that party dies. And in its place, it should be multiple parties. Why are we a two-party system? Why can't we be a 20-party system where different voices are heard, where different people? Why can't we have a freedom party and a you know, more conservative slash liberal party? Why can't we have a more this party? I mean, who told you that we only have to have two? Anyway, I digress. So we're in July. Let's go back to that. So the DNC, well, Perkins Coy, hands over evidence to the FBI. We were hacked. And don't worry, you don't need the server. And we did our investigation. Here's the report from CrowdStrike that, you, that has no federal contract to you that we paid for, that the President of the United States, that Hillary Clinton, who's candidate, you know, candidacy going for president of the United States that the DCC has paid for. Don't worry about it. Trust us. It's fine. You don't need the server. FBI's like, man, I can't take this. unless I Perkins Coy's like, don't worry about it. Here. Here's a lawsuit that says you can't have the server. Is that good? Yep, that's good. We're good. And you got that meeting with Trump? Yes, we do. You got that with Trump Jr., right? Yeah. You got um, you got that insurance on Manafort, right? Okay. You got that stuff on Cohen? Perfect. Let's all put this together. So we dropped the emails. We're saying it's the Russians, right? And people think that WikiLeaks dropped emails that they got from Seth Rich and, you know, other insiders. Correct. Did uh, WikiLeaks get any RNC emails? Not really. We just sent them the DNC. Good. Then it makes it look like Russia did it. 
Yes, because Russia wouldn't kill the Republican Party. They would only go after the Democrats. Okay, perfect. So now we're going to open a counterintelligence investigation. That's how it happened. That's how they had the dossier. That's how it moved along. And that is to the T timeline and place. So how does that make you feel that that's going to come out all in the open? Treason, like the president said. Higher than them, higher than Strzok, higher than Page, higher than them, higher than them. Who are they? Oh, dear. Who are they? Listen to him tell you. Is punishable by death. You've accused your adversaries of treason. Who specifically are you accusing of treason? Well, I think a number of people. And I think what you look is that they have unsuccessfully tried to take down the wrong person. If you look at Comey, if you look at McCabe, if you look at probably people people higher than that, if you look at Strzok, if you look at his lover, Lisa Page, his wonderful lover, the two lovers, they talked openly. You know, they didn't use their private server because they didn't want to get caught. So they used the government server. That was not a good move. Uh, he talked about the insurance policy just in case Crooked Hillary loses. And that didn't work out too well for them. So you look at them. Uh, they want an insurance policy so that should she, for any reason, lose. Remember, 100 million to one. Maybe he said 100 million to nothing. Remember, what's the insurance policy? They leaked the emails. They orchestrated it to look like the Russians did it for him to the point where they even manipulated WikiLeaks again, let me say. This is why Assange told you it was an illusion. But he's going to be home soon. Home to us. It's not his home, but it will be his home because we will embrace him just like we will, Edward. You know, he was naive too. He was a techie smart, not strategy smart, right? So this is where it's coming down to. This is where their pants have been pulled. What was the insurance policy that we make it look like you did it? And what did we do instead? We went with all the data we had on those servers. And we played stupid, like, where's the server? Where's the server? Yeah, you know, because I got the server. <laughs> that's, a, that's the thing. We already have the servers, both RNC and DNC. So for all of you conservative wannabes, fake Republicans that are listening now, and Democrats, I would suggest you step down because the penalty for treason is death. Hmm. And could you say political death or actual death? I don't know. President Trump doesn't strike me like the guy that will issue a death penalty to treasonous, or does he? <laughs> that is what you have to look forward to in 2020. Clarity. Vision. And soaring high like an eagle. Because that is exactly what will come of this. This is where we're at right now. I just told you exactly how this coup played out. Timeline and all. He knew it because he probably was able to get the servers because everybody was sending them to them in 2017. Everybody has them around the world. American citizens everywhere have them. They think it was one person. They think it was ten people. How many did you guys take out? It was tons of Americans that had received and then delivered.
that's how it works. Now, many of those, like say, for example, I sent a drive, you sent a drive of the same portion of whatever server you had. Hmm. Might have been intercepted because, you know, that goes through, like, special computers and cyber. And if you had a bad guy on top of them, mm, mm, mm. And that's probably what Mueller was looking into, too. You know, they tried to tie Roger Stone in a bow. Hmm. Flynn in a box. Hmm. It's going to be the other way around. Because what you do when you want to take down enemies is let them surround you. And that way, your light of truth burns them by proximity. Burns them by proximity. Where are they now? You know, it's New Year's. Uh, Where are they? Think about it. Oh, they're in really big social gatherings. They're in really big uh, crowded areas. (laughs) You know, a lot of people claim... You know, they use false flags against us. Well, you know, what you're seeing right now is paid flags all over the the world. Pockets and pockets. We had the first one with North Korea, with Japan coming out with some fake news, remember? Japan struck that down so quick their heads spun. Nope, we are not aligning with them. Germany is so angry that they had to pull that report because it was fake news and Japan said no. Because like I told you, Abe is that guy, right? He's that guy that, you know, unbuttons the top buttons of his shirt, kicks it with you, has a drink. He's the guy in the club that sits in the back with the chicks around, right? That the guy that you can rely on with your life, but the guy that can play both fields. But when it comes down to it, he's going to be on the good side, right? You could see that in Abe's face. Because he's got the discipline of his culture in him. But his culture also teaches him good. See, people that lack culture lack the ability to see good. And Americana culture is good. Americana culture is, you know, amazing. People are good. They're not evil. They're good. And that's what we have to remember, to have faith in the person next to you this year, to have faith that it will all go, because no matter how, how you feel that it is, oh my gosh, this isn't happening, no matter how you feel, it is happening. You know, just, um, just on that note, people need to see that... Yes, the agencies are tainted. Yes, they've been used and abused, right? And yes, we need a good purge down to every janitor. Because everyone is compromised. And how do we have faith, again, into our agencies? And that's through transparency. Transparency to hold them accountable. And transparency... In retaining them. Because when you pull a root out, when you pull a weed, I've said this, you want to yank it because it looks horrible. And all of you that have weeded your front gardens know it hurts your back because you're there like bending over for like forever on your knees on the concrete or whatever, forever. And you're trying to wiggle the earth so it can let go of the earth so when you pull it, you have the whole thing.
because you know that if one little tiny root is left in there, what happens? You get another weed. So patience is something that we should have practiced. And the other thing that I had said last year this time is artificial intelligence in China. Because that was the key, that is the key, the artificial intelligence was the key. This is how they were operating this whole year, utilizing artificial intelligence to learn. Not just the Chinese, they were using Chinese tech, but to learn. Didn't we talk about Huawei all this year? Didn't we talk about, you know, 5G all this year? Didn't we talk about intellectual property all this year? They were learning. They have been learning. And we've been seeing as they learn, they deplatform and they silence as they learn. Because I've told you, your AI profile is key. And then you say, well, what do I do? How do I obfuscate? Well, you know, I mean, if you know how to use Ubuntu-type computers and put on Tor browsers when you really want to do your research, you know, in some corner, I would just say just go to public places if you want to, like, you know, do something you don't want to see. But I'm a person that I've got Google phones. I have, uh, you know, um, Google everything because there's nothing you can really hide. And I know a lot of people are like, what do you mean? Well, there's nothing you can really hide. Even if you're in a a, a net cafe or in a hotel or a train station and you log on and you obfuscate your computer's address, but you're like doing research that can flag them, you know, your research will be flagged. They just won't know who did it. Anything you do is monitored. I mean, I know for a fact, for sure, that, (laughs) you know, all journalists know that when they're talking, they're being listened to. And, you know, it came as a surprise. Oh, my gosh, Marie Ivanovich got wiretaps on John Solomon and others. No, she didn't. They've always been there. And it was done through the same person that's still sitting in office, you know, which I was kind of hoping that he'd resign in the middle of the night, just like the U.S. Marshal in the state of North Dakota resigned in the middle of the night on December 31st, 2016, for whatever reason. Hmm? I was hoping that we'd see the same thing with Robert Storch today. We were really hoping to see that, that he'd resign last minute just as a a way to say, that's the end of 2019 and we're going forward. But that's okay. I was really hoping that I could see like a big resignation today. That's what I was anticipating. Uh, It's not because it was predicted. Don't get me wrong. Nope. It was not. Uh, I know a lot of people are like, oh, we hear indictments. They already happened, guys. You're just not seeing it because no one's there to report it. And it's not like it's going to be like, hey, look, sealed indictment, and they're already, no, it's still under seal, and that's what they're fighting to keep is the seal. See, because they can fight to seal it, to maintain the seal. That's what they can do. So that's important that we know that, that that's something that they can do. And you know, a lot of you out there, citizen journalists, regular journalists, regular people, I know the fear that you have. That if the Democrats actually win 2020, which would never happen, right, ever, like ever, ever, that, you know, you'd fear for your own safety, and I 100% agree with you. 
That would be the time where there would be martial law if anything happened, and they know it. And the problem is they haven't disarmed us. They didn't do it fast enough. Barack Hussein Obama was too busy making money and ensuring that the global section was taken care of before he looked at his domestic. And that's because they're stupid. See, bad people are stupid. They get very cocky. They think that they know better, and they move ahead, and they stand tall, and they think, I'm, do you know who I am? Like, walk aside. That's how they do it, right? Let me tell you. I'm in charge. Do you know who I am? Remember, like, Debbie Washerman Schultz? You're done with it. You need to give me the laptop or there will be consequences. Are you threatening law enforcement? See, this is where they get to. But that's all going to be over because we already know that there's a secret, a one case, criminal case with a lot of people under criminal investigation currently underway. This is why this whole Seth Rich stuff is coming to surface again because, you know, they want you to believe that, oh, they're suing because they have PTSD because people are talking about family because they're talking. No, they're not. They're fishing. Guys, the same thing happened to me. I'll tell you on a micro scale. I had tons. I have and I provided tons of evidence of one of the most horrific crimes any human being can do. And they have been in office for over 20 years almost, collectively, these clowns, 100, in the state of North Carolina. I turned all of that over. Hopefully, it did get to the right hands. And you know what I found myself with? Not only did I do that, but I also exposed how they were using the U.S. Army Corps engineer. Sent that over straight to the White House. Mm. Straight to the Attorney General. Mm. All of it. And suddenly, you know, Pence flies in and I get a civil suit. Not because I'm a bad person, even though they said I was. But it was more so, let's see who this person is. Give us discovery. What do you know about the attorney general in the state? We want to know what recordings you have. But what does that have to do with what you're claiming? You're telling me I'm supposed to register as a charity, but you're asking me for information about video stuff? You're saying, oh, yeah, you, this, this, that. What does that have to do with your claim? Like, but stay focused. Because there's no focus. They just want everything. We want your emails. We want your... You're not getting any of that. This is America, not Venezuela. But if the Democrats were in power, that would not be an option. And this is exactly what we see across the nation to tons of people that sit and speak up. And, you know, and that... All comes to an end. All comes to a super end. Today. 2020 is a new era of vision, of clarity, of light. And think of it like the year of the eagle, right? When you think of eagles, they fly. That's, that's so nicely put, I think. Oh, my God. I'm not patting myself on the back. I've probably heard it somewhere. Because I listen to so much stuff. <laughs> it's incredible. But that's how you have to think about it. Just spreading our wings and flying freely in the air to be able to see everything from a distance. To distance ourselves from that emotional turmoil we get when we're being confronted with all of this. Are you tired of winning? See, that's the thing. How could you be tired of something you can't really see? You don't have tangible things. You don't have them going through, uh, you know, the streets being yelled at, shame, shame, or do you? Or do you? 
Because it's not only recently that Joe Biden's out there and people are telling him, stay away from kids, pervert. Watch your son, pervert. Right? They can't hide. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. Joe Biden, even though so many were saved in Texas because good citizens were armed and they stopped that right then and there, he wanted to disarm them. How dare they have this? Right? You should rely on the government. We'll protect you. Where were you, government, when your own government ensured that those people... Let's stop right there. You're the eagle, guys. We see everything. And all you have to know is the story that I just told you, the timeline that I just told you, you will be seeing unfolding. I know a lot of you are like, wait a minute, that totally, yes, it does. It is bigger than you can imagine, and the enemy is bigger than you can imagine. Even though we have these stupid faces out, like Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, there's people higher than them, just like the president said, higher than Comey, higher than them, higher than them. We are going to impeach Barack Hussein Obama. We are going to take them down on a global scale, and we have already started, and that terrifies them, and it should, because people will not have it anymore. On that note, I wish you guys a 2020 filled with health and prosperity and love. And I will see you guys tomorrow on the first day of the year. Keep those soldiers away from home, close to your hearts. Pray for your brothers and sisters across the world that are suffering. And remember... 2020 is all about vision, and hopefully you can see it now. God bless from all of us here at Red State Talk Radio. Happy New Year.